Greetings. My name is Blake Schmida, alongside Nicolette Rojo, and welcome to the American Valor Podcast. On the American Valor Podcast, supported by the Bob Feller Act of Valor Award Foundation, our goal is to educate and inspire with acts of valor that embody the traits which National Baseball Hall of Famer and United States Chief Petty Officer Bob Feller lived by. Citizenship, service above self, and commitment to country in a time of great national need. Welcome back to the American Valor Podcast, folks. It is your host, Blake Schmida, alongside my co-host, Nicolette. And today, we're going to be doing a pretty special episode. As you can probably tell by the title, um, no guests this week. No guests necessary, though. We are going to be highlighting our 2022 Act of Valor Award Ceremony. Um, it will be in D.C., here and you know coming up in just about a week now we are very much looking forward to it a lot of planning has gone behind this um, and basically today we just want to highlight some of the personalities that will be honored at the ceremony um, shine a light on them and, and the great work that they have done for the military community um, you know we certainly have some baseball players and military members alike so without further ado, I want to start off with our Hall of Fame award winner. And this year it will be Hall of Fame closer, second all-time on the saves list, Mr. Trevor Hoffman. He pitched obviously a long time for the San Diego Padres, 15 years also with stints on the Florida Marlins and Milwaukee Brewers. He did lead the league in saves from 2006 to 2011 and was the first player in the major leagues to surpass the 500 and 600 save marks and finish with 601 saves on his career. I remember as a kid, you know, being a Yankee fan, I spent a lot of time watching Mariano Rivera, but right next to him, Trevor Hoffman was also an electric closer. It was unbelievable. Mm -hmm. That era of baseball got to see two pitchers like that coming in at the end of games and really showing their stuff. So, you know, we could talk about Trevor Hoffman's baseball career all day, I think here. <laughs> um, but I'm going to go ahead and let Nicolette kick off here and kind of start to explain, you know, why we have chosen Trevor Hoffman as our 2022 award winner. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Blake. Aside from me being a fellow Southern Californian, that's not, I'm kidding. That's not the reason. But really what we decided for Hoffman was because, so first off, military background, not personally him, but he comes from a family. His father, Ed Hoffman, actually served in the U.S. Marine Corps and was a World War II veteran of the Battle of Iwo Jima. And he also recently took part in a little softball game between some Padres alum and current U.S. Navy SEALs, U.S. Navy Special Warfare Combatant Crew, and also some combat support, support personnel. So a little more, rec little more recent, and not just with Padres alum in the San Diego community, but more in the military as well for the Navy state with the Navy sailors with also Coronado Bay, not pretty much almost right across from 
San Diego if you go on the bridge. Now, during this, quote, salute to the military, end quote, family day that took place at Petco Park, home of the Padres, back in 2017, he actually provided funding for the Marine Corps Scholarship Foundation, the Trevor Hoffman Scholarship. He's also taken number of num- numerous events, including 2012's Fleet Week in San Diego, very famous down there again with the Coronado Bay, and the raising of the morning flags at the Marine Corps Air Station in Miramar, California. There's also a Camp Pendleton in Oceanside, too, for those who aren't familiar, which is not far from San Diego. Now, speaking of San Diego, being in a strong military town for the majority of his career and making the the town pretty much his home, it's just a perfect fit. He's a great ambassador to baseball, and he's even a greater patriot who just excelled on and off the field. Yeah, absolutely, Nicolette. I think he was an ideal fit for our our award this year. 10th anniversary of the award ceremony, 10th annual ceremony. I think he's a great player to kind of embody the spirit of Bob Feller and what it means to support our nation's military. You know, I love that he has kind of brought the service to the game, you know, you know, doing work at Petco Park. Um, like you said, San Diego is is one of the greatest military cities in the world. Um, and for a guy like Trevor Hoffman to spend the majority of his career there, that's just, you know, an ideal fit. And we could not be happier to, to have Trevor Hoffman as our 2022 Hall of Fame award winner. And moving on, we have our second player. And this this player actually is still in the league Um, It is Mr. Byron Buxton is our current player award winner for the Bob Feller Act of Valor Award. Byron Buxton has been a great player on the field as well. He actually is a fantastic person. Uh, You know, Byron has kind of made use of his platform to to help the Twins Territories, military personnel and their families. Um, We'll kind of get into more some more detail here. You know, he has spent his life kind of dedicating, you know, highlight to service, whether it be the military community, to his teams, any anywhere in there. But his core principles of integrity and duty are everything that Bob Feller ever stood for. Um, and I'm sure he would be very happy to know that a player like Byron Buxton would come along this year and, you know, be honored in his name. And then Nicolette, I'll, I'll kind of let you delve into his player career to this to this point because he actually had a very special 2022. He's been a great player his entire career, but he actually had um, a very special honoree this year. And I'll I'll kind of let you take the show from there. Yeah, so Byron's career really tipped off in 2015. And that's when he made his major league debut with the Twins. He's, as you mentioned, Blake, exceptional on the field. First, he actually attended his first All-Star game this season. He won a gold, he's a gold glove award winner back in 2018 and is regarded as one of the fastest players in all of baseball. So he's a, definitely a big speedster. Now, additionally, 
He's also received the, the MLBPAA Twins Heart and Hustle Award twice in, 20, in both 2017 and 2019 in recognition of his commitment to the game of baseball and the community. Now, speaking of the community, he's been a leader in Minnesota's community, in the Twins community, for his outreach to those who serve our country on top of his on-field accomplishments, of course. He appreciates and he really respects the sacrifices that our military men and women and their fam families have made. So as his, his older brother, Felton, is actually a current member of the U.S. Navy. Yeah, his ties with the military are deep and it honestly kind of runs in his blood from what I can tell. I'm very much looking forward to um, getting to meet such a great Patriot and obviously a phenomenal baseball player in D.C. We'll take over from here because, you know, Byron has kind of taken his wife, Lindsay, and they have both, you know, exhibited great service to their community and those that serve. They're always kind of thinking of new ways to thank military families for their service and provide them special experiences, you know, just like inviting Minnesota National Guard members to play catch on the field. I think that's very special, um, you know, for the fourth consecutive year this year, uh, Byron is actually continuing his Buxton's Battalion program this year, uh, which is where every Tuesday Target Field welcomes military families for a special viewing of batting practice and a meet and greet with Mr. Byron and tickets to the game that night as well. I think that is phenomenal. Um, you know, the twins, I'm going to jump into this here in a second, do a great job of showing respect to our servicemen and women. Um, but in addition, you know, personalized films were sent instead of uh, in-person meetings in 2020 and 2021, you know, obviously as a result of the epidemic, but, you know, Byron was very happy to see the program back in full force this year. Um, and another, you know, distinguished honor for Byron Buxton in 2022. He has had a great year this year, you know, maybe capped off with, with our award. But that was certainly not the award, only award he was winning this year, as he was also nominated for the 2022 MLB Roberto Clemente Award. Um, you know, another great human being in baseball history, just like Bob Feller, uh, Roberto Clemente. You know, that is a distinguished honor for Byron Buxton, and we could not be more proud to have him as our 2022 player. Also want to highlight here uh, our, our other nominees for their work and their communities and with our nation's men and women in the services. Um, Mr. Terry Francona of the Cleveland Guardians. Stephen Matz of the St. Louis Cardinals, Mike Yastrzemski of the San Francisco Giants, Chris Sale of the Boston Red Sox, Carlos Carrasco of the New York Mets, Justin Turner of the L.A. Dodgers. Shout out Nicolette. Nah, just kidding. We're Angels fans around here. Josh <laughs> San Diego, Christian Yelich of the Milwaukee Brewers, and Mike Trout of our Los Angeles Angels. So mm -hmm. I want to congratulate Byron Buxton. He will be joining us at our 2022 ceremony in Washington, D.C. I am very excited to congratulate him on a monumental year in his career. Our next award winner here is actually going to be this year's U.S. Navy Chief Petty Officer honoree. It is Botswain's 
mate chief kendall d burnett chief burnett joined the navy in 2001 out of houston texas and has served with distinction ever since his tours of duty include the uss thomas s gates uss kid and uss samson he currently serves on board the pcu carl m levin as the operations department leading chief petty officer he is certainly a technical expert in his field and brings expertise and knowledge to best support his sailors and peers alike. Uh, Chief Burnett's leadership presence has a far-reaching impact on our country's warfighters, most certainly. Um, and under his watch, you know, Chief Burnett is a distinguished individual himself, but certainly prides himself on helping other, helping to develop other officers as well officers and enlisted alike. He's helped one sailor receive a commission as an officer in the Navy and another as well of his charges assumed the rank of senior chief petty officer. So you have to imagine um, only great leader like Mr. Burnett here can achieve such an honor. Nicolette from here, would you kind of want to hop in and, and kind of highlight some of the other, um, you know, distinguished honors of Mr. Kendall D. Burnett? Yeah, absolutely. So in addition, on top of everything you just said, he's had sailors on his watch stand out as recognized by their selections as Sailor and Junior Sailor of the Year. Junior Sailor, sailor of a quarter within the squadron, as well as supporting four of the sailors in achieving meritorious, sorry, Meritrocious advancements. Sorry, I fumble my word a little bit there, but almost as impressive as success that he enables in his sailors is his ability to have a hundred percent retention rate with his sailors. That alone speaks volumes about the impression that he's making on tomorrow's leaders and the future of our country's le leadership. Now, outside of the ship, Chief's leadership continues within the community. He, he's devoted countless hours to coaching soccer, football, and basketball players. He vol also volunteers with San Diego's Meal on Wheels to prepare and deliver meals for individuals and families in need. He's also put in the effort to show his respect for those who came before us by assisting at the American Legion Post in Brunswick, Maine, repainting much of the interior in his free time to ensure that the greatest generation has a place to relax that's fitting for their sacrifice. Yeah, I, I'm, you know, very impressed by uh, Chief Petty Officer Burnett here. He, you know, embodies everything that you would hope for in one of our nation's leaders, um, whether it be in the services or obviously he's done great work with the youth and his community. Um, you know, another uh, local to San Diego, um, seeing him, you know, do work with Meals on Wheels, that that is not something you'll see from from every service member, seeing this extra effort in the community um, outside of his work with our nation's military is exactly why he was chosen to be our uh, Chief Petty Officer Award winner this year. So congratulations to Chief Petty Officer Kendall D. Burnett. And as we move on here, I want to highlight another one of our nation's service members, 
and this year's Jerry Coleman Award winner, Gunnery Sergeant White. Uh, Gunnery Sergeant was notified of this year's selection, actually, uh, while he was forwarded to deployment with the U.S. European Command, um, the U.S. European Command, who are of responsibility serving as the communications operations chief for a battalion landing team. Um, you know, the 22nd Marine Expeditionary Unit and the 2nd Marine Expeditionary Force. So very good work by um, Gunnery Sergeant White here, uh, who has actually started his career leading the way, you know, earning a designation as a Special Operations Capability Specialist Communications Marine. Um, and this can actually only be achieved if, uh, if hand-selected by the U.S. Marine Corps Special Operations Command. Um, so fantastic to, to see him achieve in this way and, um, you know, like so very many few actually do. Gunnery Sergeant White was actually responsible for uh, millions of dollars of communications, which he actually employed to directly support several tactical ground movements and special operations missions. So uh, his leadership was recognized when he was chosen to mentor and train 20 special operations communicators within the U.S. Special Operations Forces um, while he was actually forwarded deployment to the Afghan provinces. Um, Nicolette, is there anything else we, we think we should know about uh, Gunnery Sergeant White? Yeah, and on top of that, so his dedication to service has also been felt through numerous highly selected commands, feeling the nation's most demanding billets. So from his time at the Joint Communications Unit with Joint Special Operations Command to his role as the Communications Operations Chief at 2nd Battalion, 6th Marines, he supported high-level ops at the battalion level, a bilateral French Foreign Legion exercise, combined M, as in Michael, A-R-S-O-C exercises, as well as national security level exercises, involving live fire. And when he steps outside, now when he's outside the base, Gunnery Sergeant White continues to give his time and experience as he spent three years with the children in the local community, supporting a youth soccer program, two years with two youth football teams, and countless years supporting t-ball and basketball. So just a great man on and off the base. Absolutely. And again, you see another award winner here who spends their time outside of service, um, you know, giving back to the youth of their community. Um, a couple of um, youth coaches, we love to see that. We've actually had, a, um, you know, a few coaches here recently on, on the podcast. So um, we are, are proud to, you know, support these individuals who are doing great work in their community um, and for our nation's military. So, uh, you know, Jerry Coleman was a great player and a patriot as well, just like Bob Feller. And I'm sure he would be proud to have Gunnery Sergeant White um, honored in his name. So a big congratulations to our Jerry Coleman Award winner of 2022, Gunnery Sergeant White. And next, we have our peer-to-peer -peer award winners. Um, we do have two peer-to-peer -peer awards, one for the afloat category and one for the ashore category. I will be taking over for the afloat category, um, kind of introducing 
um, our, our first recipient. And both of these recipients actually are part of the CSADD program, which is the Coalition of Sailors Against Destructive Decisions um, program. So um, certainly great work in, in ensuring that those who have um, you know, seen hardship are on the right track um, and you know, providing a great future for themselves as well as those around them. But our peer-to-peer -peer afloat category award winner um, here, let's see. Um, I don't know if that's the right description here. It doesn't mention anything about the U.S.'s Constitution. Oh, yes, it does. Oh, gosh, I was reading too far ahead. All right, I'm going to start here. And our peer-to-peer -peer afloat category award winner this year is the USS Constitution. Um, their program, REACH, provides programs and opportunities for young sailors stationed on board America's most famous warship, actually. Their program supports their fellow sailors while providing leadership development skills to the sailors that volunteer their time. These sailors supported their community by establishing clubs to encourage social interaction and created peer-to-peer -peer mentoring programs to encourage leadership development, as well as specific events to provide positive alternatives for safe and entertaining social interaction. Um, additionally, the CSADD members participated in 19 color guard events supporting teams like the Boston Red Sox, the Bruins, and the Patriots representing the Navy on a national stage. Their efforts extend from inside the lifelines, helping incoming sailors acclimate to their new and challenging duty and outside as well by volunteering their time to supporting the local community through beach and common area beautification projects. So congratulations to the USS Constitution and a major props to you guys for doing great work in your community. Um, and certainly... Go Boston. I will take over for the peer-to-peer -peer mentoring award of the ashore category. The Portsmouth Naval Shipyard Coalition of Sailors Against Destruction Destructive Decisions program is made up of sailors from 19 tenant commands, four submarines, and two Coast Guard cutters. The coalition was essentially formed in response to proactive sailors recognizing the lack of available resources such as transportation, a galley, reduced base gym hours, and a functional library center. When the COVID-19 pandemic occurred, an inability to congregate on liberty and elevated travel risk made taking time off to relax and recharge pretty significant challenge. That's when these sailors acted and formed their own chapter of CSADD. These sailors organized volunteer exercises, established professional development mentoring programs, and helped the mental health of their team through mindfulness seminars, boosting warrior toughness throughout the command. These young leaders are creating such a great team that will ensure the Navy transitions 
into the future with the strongest sailors possible. They're a great example for the fleet, as well as the youth of America. So congrats to Portsmouth Naval Shipyard CSAD for this incredible award. We're very proud, proud of everyone and grateful for your service in and out of the community, especially during some troubling times since 2020. Very, very proud of everybody. It's great work by both of our um, peer-to-peer mentoring award winners here. Um, great work through the community, the Coalition of Sailors Against Destructive Decisions, um, both doing great work to ensure our future leaders, um, you know, are establishing great mental skills. And, you know, we like to kind of highlight the future leaders as well, um, as I kind of want to start getting into our scholarship award winners here. Um, you know, we actually pride ourselves on building future leaders. Um, and this year's ceremony is, again, going to recognize recipients of the Bob Feller Active Valor Scholarship and Fellowship Programs, um, which were added to the award ceremony in 2021. And these programs were actually created to recognize accomplish interns and provide tuition assistance uh, to qualified students of military families, veterans, and service members. And in addition, we have included interns of the Bob Feller internship program this year. So um, both of us have been through that program. So we are going to have an award winner this year uh, honored in Washington, D.C., which is fantastic to see some of my, um, you know, current past and, and fellow uh, interns honored in DC, but, you know, in alignment with the foundation's mission to acknowledge and support the sacrifices made by our service members and their families, the foundation is going to be awarding $12,000 in educational scholarships based on academic excellence, community service, leadership, and participation in extracurricular activities in their school and their community. So I greatly look forward to, um, you know, meeting a few, a few great students in Washington, D.C., and congratulating them and the families of uh, veterans in addition on their great work in, you know, providing support to their community and our nation's military. So uh, congrats to all of our Bob Feller Active Valor Scholarship Award winners in 2022. And one uh, additional point on top of our scholarship program every year the foundation awards a fellowship award to to one its outstanding intern slash member of the foundation and the 2022 fellowship award this year's award will be presented to our very own blake schmida and blake is a 2021 graduate of the university of nebraska Lincoln, go Huskers, and is also a Dean's List Scholar in the College of Journalism and Mass Communications and my fantastic co-host of this podcast. So congrats, Blake. It's well-deserved and keep on going. Thank you, Nicolette. I'm, you know, honored to, to be the fourth fellow of the Bob Feller Active Valor Award uh, program. So I, you know, I 
I'm unsure if, if there will be a speech at, at the ceremony. Um, I know not everybody will be able to join. So I, I definitely want to give some shout outs um, in this episode. Um, you know, none of this would honestly be possible. And a lot of my work has been through the American Valor podcast. So anyone out there listening right now and showing support to, to our podcast and the foundation, uh, my first thank you goes out to you. Um, we appreciate all of your support and donations over the years. Um, you know, I've, I've really seen um, certain individuals flourish, and um, I have certainly learned a lot from our mentors within the program. Um, I'm ecstatic to finally be meeting some individuals and, and fellow Yankee fans in, in Washington, D.C., um, you know, this, this award is, you know, not about me. It's about, you know, those that I'm honoring and those that choose to help support us, um, in, in our endeavors. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm very thankful to, to those that have gone to me, this to the point, me to this point, um, you know, including my co-hosts over the years, I, I do want to give a very specific shout out to them, uh, as it would be very fitting on the American Valor podcast, um, Galen Odell, actually last year's fellow award winner. Uh, I appreciate all the guidance that he, he has provided to me and really, you know, endeavoring in this, this podcast journey. So, um, thank you to Galen Odell. Thank you to Leo Manchetti. Um, I know he's doing big work down there in, in Florida now, um, in graduate school. Um, I thank him for being my co-host, you know, for a good long while as well. And, and being a good friend. And obviously I got to take it home with, with Nicolette Rojo as well. Uh, my current co-host, she is a, a fantastic individual as well. Unfortunately, um, you know, being on the opposite side of the country from DC, um, you know, timing would not work out for her and, and making that trip down there, but I am extremely thankful for you, Nicolette as well. Um, you know, I see the work that you put in behind the scenes, um, all the planning that we've gone through together. Um, I'm very appreciative of the work that you, you know, help me out with and, and everything you've given to this foundation. You have been, you could easily be in my position here this year. So um, I, I'm extremely thankful for, for everything you've done for the foundation as well. But that is all of our award winners here. And, um, you know, I, I do want to kind of wrap up here with just some information on the events, uh, hopefully, you know, some of these stories um, and acts have kind of inspired you to possibly join us. If you're in the DC area, you know, whether you're in the DC area or not, if you have some, some free time and um, would like to join us, there are still plenty of spots available. So the event is actually going to be hosted on November 16th in Washington, DC at the U S Navy Memorial in uh, the event is actually going to run from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. And obviously is going to feature some of America's top military personnel and prestigious baseball figures like we've already discussed. Um, you'll, you would have a chance to you know, meet some fantastic individuals, some great ball players, um, you know, and, and myself as well. So I would you know, greatly look forward to meeting anyone who has um, supported us in our endeavors on this podcast or anywhere throughout the Bob Feller Active Valor Award Foundation. Um, in addition, I just want to highlight that, you know, the event is going to include auction items from some of baseball's greatest Hall of Famers and All-Stars as well. 
Uh, we'll be, we'll be joined by both in, in DC. So uh, it's going to be a very special event as always our, our 10th annual ceremony. Um, greatly looking forward to it. I'm, I'm proud to be a part of it. And for more information on how to register for the event, please visit www.activevalorward.org. Uh, anything you could need um, to register for the event, learn more is all on our website. Um, but Nicolette, I want to let you kind of take us home here um, as we wrap up our preview of the annual award ceremony. Yes, excuse me. And thank you again for the quick shout out real quick. I really appreciate the kind of words and thank you just for being an awesome co-host and just a great person, period. Now, also, for more information on just how to register for the event real quick, another little reminder, please visit www.activevalorward.org. Once again, that is www.activevalorward.org activevalorward.org and and also keep an eye out as we once emphasized and we're going to bring this up again there's going to be some more some auction items from some of baseball's greatest all-stars and hall of famers and yeah can't wait to see unfortunately i would not be there as due to time commitments and being on the opposite side of the country but we appreciate everyone's support of the foundation and look forward to tuning slash visiting and, and come checking out the ceremony. Again, November 16th in Washington, D.C. and the U.S. Navy Memorial from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern. All right. Thank you very much. And we appreciate you guys tuning in and um, hearing what we have to say about this year's annual award ceremony. If you'd like three more hours of content, feel free to join us uh, virtually or in person. But for now, we appreciate you joining us on the American Valor podcast. As always, from your host, Blake Schmida and co-host Nicolette Rojo. Thank you and good night. To our listeners, this concludes this episode of the American Valor podcast. This conversation is brought to you by the Bob Feller Active Valor Award Foundation, the Department of the Navy, Major League Baseball, USAA, BWXT, Huntington Ingalls, and the Cleveland Guardians. Please feel free to leave your comments in the comments section below and connect with the Bob Feller Active Valor Award Foundation on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Active Valor Award. You can engage with the foundation at activevalorward.org. There, you can learn more about Bob Feller, Jerry Coleman, recent nominees of the awards, view pictures, and sign up for updates, including the American Valor podcast and more. For Blake Schmida, Leo Manchetti, and everyone at the American Valor podcast, thank you for joining us, and we'll talk to you next time. Hey.